the quality of air in our home is important. Indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air. But with Puro Air, you can remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room in just 30 minutes. This device uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. You wouldn't drink unfiltered tap water, so why would you breathe unfiltered air? Check it out at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time, getpuroair.com. Christian Parenting. The mess is Cynthia Yanoff, and we are praying this week for our kids and influence, having influence. And so Psalm 82 is a psalm that we're focused on. Let me read you the key verses, and those are three and four. Defend the weak and the fatherless. Uphold the cause of the poor and the oppressed. Rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. And so that's a good explanation on what we do when we have influence. What do we do with that influence? We're going to get back to that in just a minute. But this is one of my favorite weeks we pray each year because typically, even though we do different prayer journals, we always pray influence over our kids. And so every year I like to, first of all, tell you the definition of an influencer and then read you the top influencers for the year. Always makes me chuckle because I realize I literally I'm so uncool. I don't even know the people. So here we go. Let's start with what's the definition of an influencer? You're wondering, aren't you? No, you're not, but I'm going to read it anyway. Okay. This is our dictionary at its finest. An influencer is a person or a thing that influences another. Huh? Well, that's not helpful. I wish the SAT would have had those kinds of definitions. I would have done better. No, let's go to the next one down. An influencer is a person with the ability to influence potential buyers of a product or service by promoting or recommending the item's on social media. Okay. So interesting. So maybe off topic, perhaps going to read it to you anyway, five influencers, top influencers, according to a recent Vox burner survey, shall we stop with the fact that, or start with the fact, anything, stop, start, whatever you want to with the fact, I wasn't sure what Vox burner was. So I had to look at that. All right. But Gen Z's favorite influencers, and I'll go Gen Z because that's a lot of our kids include here we go. Molly May Haig, Emma Chamberlain, Bretman Rock, KSI, and Anastasia Kingsnorth. Anyone ever heard of them? All right, there you go. I just told you something you didn't know. Just in case you wanted to know, other influencers, the top most followed Instagram accounts in the world, according to one list, I did not verify this. Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, Selena Gomez, Kylie Jenner, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Ariana Grande. And underneath that is Kim Kardashian. Okay, new more of those names. There you go. So um, that's some inf- interesting information. Do what you want with that. Now, I, I'm also going to tell you, because I felt like I was so old, because I didn't know any of these people, the Gen Z influencers, I had to look for influencers from the 1980s. Now, it doesn't even make sense, because in the 80s, you guys, did we have influencers? No, they weren't called that. They were called pop culture icons of the 1980s. And so I'm going to read you from a list. It's from Real Rundown. So there you go. Um, apparently, some of the top icons, pop culture icons, 
from the 80s. We'll start with Schwarzenegger. Then we'll go to Bill Cosby. Hmm. Um, let's keep going. Brooke Shields. Eddie Murphy. Harrison Ford. I'm going slowly so you can take these in. Hulk Hogan. I'm going to leave it with Larry Bird. We got some athletes. We got, oh, Madonna was one, two singers. All right. So there you go. Those are some of the influencers from our day and age, our kids' day and age. And I think that it's really important, all joking aside, that we pray about influence and influencers. And so let's think of two things when we pray this week. One, we're going to pray over those who influence our kids. Let's start with that. And that's enough to keep us busy for a whole long time, right? Who's influencing our kids? Who um, speaks into their lives? And so as we pray this week over that, let's pray specifically for the people in their lives right now, whether those are influences that are directly in contact with them or people on social media, people we've never heard of, whatever it is, what is the influence over them and start praying over that. I think about my own life and my social media feed. I think I've mentioned this before, but my college daughter got rid of her social media, but she kept my Instagram account on her phone and she posts on it. So if you follow me on Instagram, then most of what you see, basically all of it, my daughter is posting, but she was following my social media feed. And she said to me recently, she's like, it's interesting because you follow all these Christian influencers. And she's like, does it impact you at all to see like, Maybe, you know, a lot of them are all hanging out together or they're doing the same conferences or they're having these successes or books. And, and I thought, you know, that's a good point. It really does. Right. It doesn't even matter for following influencers that are strong believers. It does impact how we feel about what our world is, what we're doing. Is it enough? Is it significant? And so I would encourage us to pray that over our kids and our own lives. So let's just pray for those that are influencing our kids that they don't know. Um, and that those will be, um, people that are really living for the Lord, and then the people that they do know, those people that are around every day that are influencing our kids, whether that's their peers, whether that's somebody they work for, coaches, um, drama teachers, let's pray that those people, even if they're not believers, that those people are pointing them to truth. Even as non-believers, that they're pointing our kids towards ways that will make them successful, both in this world, but more importantly, um, in the kingdom, right? And so that's the first thing we're praying is for those with influence of our kids, both now and then in the future. Pray for their future spouse, their future in-laws. Pray for their future bosses. All of those things, we want to pray over those. And then flip the script on that. Let's pray over who our kids are influencing. And I'll take it a step further and say, let's pray that our kids do have influence, and why do we pray that they have influence? I know that sounds gross. It sounds gross to me sometimes because I feel like that word has become tainted with so many influencers in the world. I don't know about you, but sometimes I get kind of grossed out. I'm like, oh, I don't want to think about that, the influencers or whatever. But if people in this world do have influence, why not be our kids if they're going to point people to the Lord, right? If we're if we're the light in a dark world, you know, you can't hide it under a rock, right? We want us to be the light. We want to shine brightly. And so that's what we're praying for our kids, that they will have influence. And so whatever your kids are doing, if your kids are on the soccer team, pray that they're an influencer, they're a strong team leader. If your kids are in the band, that um, they're doing the things in the band that allow them to have influence over others, whatever they're involved in. It's easy, I think, to look around with our kids and be like, I don't know, my kids, I don't think they're that popular. They're not that influential, and that's just not truth. And so we don't want to believe that. We don't want our kids to believe they don't have influence. We want them to recognize that all of us have a sphere of influence and that we've got to live well and responsible in that. And, and only when we do that, do I believe the Lord will expand that. He takes what he's given us and he sees how are we handling that? And then gives us more 
and more opportunity. And so pray that your kids have influence first and foremost, that they have it, they see it, they use it well, and that the Lord will expand that influence as long as they're pointing people towards him. And then with that influence, let's pray they do the things biblically that they're called to do. And what I love about this Psalm, Psalm 82, especially verses three and four, is there's no discussion of, oh, should I have influence? Should I not? Like, what does influence look like? No, it's just saying as you go with what you're given, these are the things we can be doing. Defend the weak and the fatherless, uphold the cause of the poor and the oppressed, rescue the weak and the needy, deliver them from the hands of the wicked. How practical is that? And I think especially that first part, defend the weak. That's something every one of our kids can do. That's something every one of our kids needs to be doing. And so we can pray that for them. I love this, the weak and the fatherless, especially um, as a mom who's adopted out of foster care, um, defending the weak and the fatherless, uphold the cause of the poor. How are we helping our kids do that? How are we helping our kids see the poverty around them, the needs around them, and meeting those needs. How are we teaching that, right? That's something we'd be praying for. Because as they have influence, these are the things that we're called to do. Another great verse to be praying of your kids this week is 1 Timothy 4.12. says, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And so those are the areas that our kids have influence that we can be praying over in their speech, the words that they say, Right. Um, words they say, maybe the two words they type, they put out on social, also in their conduct, how they act. And then we're praying for their influence in how they love people and their faith. And that's really important, praying that they have influence in matters of faith, right? And then in purity. And of course, we think about purity um, from a relationship stance, a sexual stance, but also what we need to be thinking out when we're praying influence, that they're pure in their motives, they're pure in heart, like we're called to be biblically speaking. And so that's just a great thing to be praying over your kids as you're thinking out influence. Those are the areas that we can be praying over in speech, conduct, love, faith, purity, that in all those places that they do it well and they do it for the Lord. Anne Graham Lotz, y'all have heard me probably say this many times, but Anne Graham Lotz, one time I was at a conference she was teaching and she talked about how important it is that each of us live well and follow the Lord to the best of our ability in our highest place of influence. So what's your highest place of influence? And in that, serve the Lord with all you've got. That's your priority. And so for some of us, our highest place of influence right now is home with little ones. And that is amazing. Like, let's do that as well as we can. So not from a place of judgment, but just in terms of doing the things that matter, right? Um, reading in Bible stories, singing over them, doing the things that point them to God. And then some of us have um, our highest place of influence. Maybe we're the CEO or um, CFO of some big corporation, right? And so your influence is all through the business communities and, and how to use that highest place of influence to impact people for the gospel. I think we just need to go through that and look at it. And it's so easy again for all of us ourselves just to say, I don't think I'm really that influential. I mean, no one's really following me. I think we all fall prey to that. And I think that's a scheme of the enemy. Yet we all do have influence. And I don't know about you, but some of the people who have had the most influence on me are the people who do not have big followings, right? It's not people that anyone else would think is famous, but they have been influencers in our life. And so let's pray for those people in our kids' lives and pray that our kids are worthy influencers in the lives of others. And they follow the Lord and the Holy Spirit. Because at the end of the day, when we think about influence, it's really not about the number of followers, right? It's really about the significance of our message. 
And our message is significant. And it is one that we need to steward well, and we need to often share it with others, love people well through it. And so that's what we want for our kids. We want them to do that well, and we want people around them that also encourage them and point them to the Lord. So that's what we are praying this week. Let me read the psalm for us. We will read Psalm 82, and then I am going to pray. God presides in the great assembly. He gives judgment among the gods. How long will you defend the unjust and show partiality to the wicked? Defend the cause of the weak and the fatherless. Maintain the rights of the poor and oppressed. Rescue the weak and needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. They know nothing. They understand nothing. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I said, you are gods. You are the sons of the Most High. But you will die like mere men. You will fall like every other ruler. Rise up, O God. Judge the earth, for all the nations are your inheritance. Lord Jesus, all the nations are your inheritance. Thank you for such a beautiful word and such a beautiful honor we have to be a part of your kingdom, that we are plan A for the message of salvation, to share it. And so as we think about influence and we pray for our kids, we pray that our kids will have influence we pray, Lord, that you'll rise up leaders out of our kids. You'll rise up leaders um, in the business world, in the, in the faith world, in the entertainment world, in all these places, political world, Lord, that you raise up leaders, our kids, to be leaders, and that they will follow you and have opportunities to make your message clear. And it'll be about you and never about them. And so we pray that our kids have influence. We pray that when they do, they do the things that you call us to do. And Lord, we make it so complicated trying to figure out, well, what am I supposed to do? What's my calling? And Lord, you just want us to help the needy and love people well and the fatherless, the oppressed. Stand up for people. Help our kids to do this. Help us to raise kids to do that. And we help us to model it well in our own families of faith. We pray for those that are influencing our kids. We pray that you will surround them with people that love you. We pray that you surround them with people that are wise. We pray that they are around other believers, but even when they're not, their teachers, their coaches, other places where they are not around believers, Lord, we pray, Lord, that your word will still shine through them, that they will still see truth, Lord, that only comes from you. That as they're hearing something from um, a teacher or a coach or wherever they are, a friend group, that's a secular message, Lord, that you will just have the Holy Spirit keep planting truth that overrides that. The truth of the gospel, the truth of who they are to you, the truth of who you are, the truth of all eternity. And so we pray that, Lord, for each one of our kids. And Lord, just for each person listening today at this moment, I pray that you'll help us understand what Anne Graham Lotz is talking about. Help us today to live well and live faithfully in our highest place of influence. I pray for each person listening in this moment that the Holy Spirit, you'll just lay it on their heart. What is their highest place of influence and how can they live that well today? How can they reach people? How can they point people to you? How can they serve well? Lord, help us not to get caught up in the numbers. In a world that's so caught up in influencers and numbers, Lord, may it not be about that to us. Lord, you had 12. And so help us to realize it's the significance of the message and it's about you. And then, Lord, I just pray for all the people that are on these lists of influencers in our culture. Lord, rise up Christians that are big influencers, Lord, that have these numbers, that make these lists, people that have real truth and encouragement and hope for a world that desperately needs it. In your name we pray. Amen.
All right, that's all you want to know and more on influence. And again, I would like to say on those influencers I read out, by no means was I saying we should follow them. I don't even know who they are. I don't know what they're about. So that was not my intention. But I do, I do hope you had a good laugh at the fact I didn't know one of them. I guess y'all are cooler than I am. Maybe y'all knew some of them. I don't know. All right. Next week, we're talking about numbering our days, which I always love to talk about that. Um, Just a great reminders of doing things now instead of waiting. So thanks for being here. Grateful for you. We know your days are busy. As always, thank you for joining us as we pardon the mess.